Shalom everybody, we are continuing where we left off in the Kutei Alachot, uh, section Orachayim, the laws of giving thanks, thanksgiving, the blessings of thanksgiving, Birkat Oda'a, Halacha number 6, discourse number 6, paragraph 18. At this point, Rav Nosin is really going into the depths of the concept of consoling the mourners with lentils. That was what ide- That's what ideally should be. Fine, the custom today is to do eggs, but ideally, lentils is the preferred, but just because it's harder for people to prepare, it's easy to boil an egg. It became a prevailing custom amongst all Jews, or most Jews all over, to serve eggs as, as the seudat havra'ah, the initial mourner's meal, the first meal that others have to bring to them. But in the case of the parsha last week, Toldot, where Yaakov prepared lentils, where we learn this from, and from here we learn out the laws of mourning, that this is the customary dish to give a mourner. Rav Nosana goes into the whole concept of the idea of lentils. Afterwards, he'll reconnect again the idea of Esav coming at that time, and Yaakov giving him the lentils, and then by, by that taking away from him, buying from him the birthright. So at this point, though, Rav Nosana is going in, like we said, into the idea of the lentils. It's absolutely amazing what he says. Valken Bishel Az Adashim Shebahem Menachamim Ha'avelim. Based on everything we said until now, and what we're going to say also now, we can understand why specifically Yaakov cooked lentils, a lentil dish, for Yitzchak. And with this, we console the mourners. This is the main dish, the initial dish of the consolation for the mourners. Why are lentils? A consolation. What's the condolences hinted to in the lentils? Ki hadashim yesh bahem avel veyesh bahem simcha. Lentils are unique. We're going to see from the midrash that they have mourning associated with them, and they have joy also associated with them. Kmo sheita bemidrash rabbah beparashazot, like is brought down in the midrash rabbah in this week in this parsha of Toldot. You can see in midrash rabbah chapter sixty-three, paragraph fourteen, where it says, uh, uh, "I'll read it inside." It says like this. It says, number one. Yaakov Natan Leesav Lechemunzid Andash Adashim. Ma Adashazo. He gave Yaakov gave to Esav bread and the cooked portion of lentils. What's the idea of lentils? Ma Adashazo Asuah Chagalgal. Kach Aulam Asui Kagalgal. Just like this world is made circular, this is what we're going to now. So just like sorry, this the lentil is circular, it's round. So to this world is circular, which is the famous statement about mourning, that everybody has to go through mourning in their life. Galgal hu shechozer ba'olam. Mourning, to mourn over the death of a relative, is something that everybody has to go through. You mourn, and then you are mourned also. And it's a circle, right? So, and also, it goes on, Ma adasha zo ein And just like the lentil, like we said earlier, there's no opening mark or spot to indicate where it started growing from. It's totally, totally chalak. It's totally clean, the lentil. You can't find the point where it began to sprout from. That's what's unique. Yeah, other beans, they have a, 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 a part that it shows you the association of the pod, etc. By the lentil, you don't see that at all. Okay? It has no mouth, it's called. It's called a mouth and opening. So too, a mourn has no more opening. Okay? Ma'adasha zo yesh ba'avel ve'yesh ba'simcha. This this lentil, just as the lentils has in it mourning and has in it joy, right? 
and he said, we're going to explain what is the joy. Kach Evel, so too in, the, in this week's parsha, there was mourning, and that that Shemeta Avinu Avraham, that Avraham Avinu passed away. That's the mourning. Simcha, the joy part of the lentils, is Shanatal Yaakov et that Yaakov is able to take, you know, by power with force, he was able to take using the lentils the birthright from Esav. What's this thing that the Midrash says that the lentils have Avel and have Simcha, has mourning and has joy? So the Midrash says something very interesting, and we don't really see that much today. It said, on one hand, the lentils are served for the mourners, but also it used to be a legume dish served at weddings, at festive meals. Can you believe that? It was something which was used at, uh, at, at happy occasions, and also it was a famous common dish in the Yom Tov. Can you believe that? They used to have that. I remember, and there's a type of Moroccan dish of soup that has lentils in it. It's called Harira. It's a type of Moroccan dish of lentils, and also they put in chickpeas, but it has, I think, lentils also. A lentil type of dish of soup. And it was something considered exquisite in a special gourmet food and type of soup. So too, at the time of the Midrash, they would serve a lentil dish at, at, festive, at festive meals and also in the Chagim. So that's the Simcha, okay? So Vnosin is saying something amazing here. He says that the lentils have in it sadness and have in it joy, like we just brought down from the Midrash. Because the lentil hints to a, a circle, a, a galgal, a wheel that turns in the world. Now the normal interpretation of a wheel that turns in the world is like we said, the normal interpretation is that everybody has to go through the morning. Rav Nosin is taking this a step forward. Everything in the world has mourning, sadness, but joy. In other words, just like a wheel. You can have a type of, a time of period in the life where it's sad, but it's your obligation to turn the wheel again around and turn the sadness into joy. That's how Nosen's interpreting Galgal Ba'olam. That the sadness is not meant to stay that way. You got to turn the sadness into joy. Look what it says in the Midrash. It's sad that Avram Avinu passed away that day, but the joy is Yaakov got the birthright, and the birthright is the service of the sacrifices in the Korbanot, the Beit Hamikdash, which was the epitome of joy. Because a Kohen, like we saw earlier in the Kutei Alachot, a Kohen could only serve in the Temple out of Simcha, meaning the birthright has in it. The faculty, the, the, the ability to be joyous. So that's what Yaakov took. Meaning the exact same lentils that bring mourning, the exact same lentils can bring joy. Like he said the Midrash, just that the, the, the lentils have sadness associated with them in the morning, they also bring joy. This is why we console the mourners with lentils, because the lentil is a dish that can be used both for mourning and for joyous occasions, which is the idea that this is, this is the ultimate consolation of all sadness, that we turn it, we can, and we must turn it into joy. It's not meant to be stuck there, okay, Okay, it's finished. Watch, look how Rav goes very far. Because how could you be happy about the Holocaust and six million, six million Jews killed and tortured and all the persecutions and all the suffering people go through? How in the world could you turn that into joy? Look what he says, Rav He says something very far, far-reaching. 
כי הם מרמזים שגלגל הוא שחוזר בעולם. שזה רמז על תחיית המתים. Here you go. The main wheel, the ultimate wheel that turns in the world is the resurrection of the dead. Because if you take in a, in, a, in, in, in a perspective of a whole picture where everybody dies, everybody who's been born in this world has died already, and those who are born and been going to be born and alive now will eventually die. Okay, so if the wheel is turned that everyone's dying, when there's death to everybody, but the wheel turns and that eventually there will be what's called resurrection of the dead. Just like the wheel on a general level, on a national historical level, has turned on one direction that everybody dies, there's death to everybody, the wheel continues to turn and that eventually everybody, at least the people worthy, will be resurrected. There will be resurrection. And Rav Nosen says that's the main meaning of Shegalgalu Shechozer Ba'olam. Like the Midrash points out, he's going to bring the mid- another Midrash. Shezeremez al Tchet Ametim. This is a hint to the resurrection of the dead. Shehi ikar hanechama. Shemechamat zeh amitahu tov me'od. And the resurrection of the dead, dead is the ultimate consolation in this world. Because ultimately, when you're told everything a person goes through, we say, yeah, but in the end, everything's going to work out, and everybody will be resurrected, everybody will come back, everybody, everything will be fixed. That's the main consolation. That's why this is the main nechama, shemechamat zem, that because of this, the Torah calls death very good, tov me'od, bivchinat, like it says in the, the first book of the Torah, Bereshit, Genesis, there, chapter 1, verse 31, tov me'od, it says there, right, and the Lord, the, Hashem, the Lord saw everything that created, tov me'od, yom hashishi, and he saw that everything they created was very good, so the rabbis, the sages learn out, that what is the tov me'od, it says in the Midrash Rabbah, that this is referring to Malach, the angel of death, in Bereshit Rabbah, chapter 9, paragraph 5, it says that Rabbi Meir, the Tana Rabbi Meir, had in his notes on his Sefer Torah, next to the word Me'od, his version was, Vaitov Mot, that death, Mot, is good. How did you get from Me'od to Mot, very, to good, to death? And the, 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 the commentaries bring out, there's various forms of Gematria combinations, that, that you can switch around the letters and me'od becomes the mem stays there fine the aleph becomes like a vav and the dalet becomes a tav or it's mixed in a different way you can see in the commentaries on the Midrash Rabbah there they show how it works out but it's idea that death is very good <laughs> the, 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 the separate Torah of Rabbi Meir he said tov me'od is tov mot that death is good Rav Nosen saying why is it good? Because it will lead to the ultimate consolation, which is the resurrection of the dead. <coughs> in, order, in, order, in order for there to be a resurrection of the dead, which is the ultimate joy, there has to first be a death. In order to, to appreciate and enhance the joyous occasion of the resurrection of the dead, there has to be first dead, in order for there to be a resurrection. So that's why it says, Tov me'o, the death is very good. 
Why is it very good? Because it will lead to the ultimate consolation, which is called Tchert HaMetim. Learned out Tov Me'ot. Very good. Tov Mot. The death is good because of what it leads to. Okay? So Rav is going back to say that this is the ultimate consolation in life. Okay? And it's a Galgal. And the lentils also are round, like we saw in the Midrash, that they're round because it's a Galgal Shechoset. The death is a Galgal. It's a wheel that turns on everybody. Everybody goes through it. Meaning that there's death. But ultimately the world turns back and there will be the resurrection of the dead. So it's a sad occasion, a sad experience, but also it's an ultimate consolation, meaning an ultimate joy. Okay? So look at what he says, Okay, this idea of Gaga, it's a, it's, a, it's a wheel that turns in the world. The death, and then there's the, 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 the Nechama, which is the resurrection of the dead. Because all the uh, changes, the differences, the wondrous and awesome and amazing changes that Hashem makes and, and guides taking place in His world, because we see the world is in constant, constant change. Historically, people, the way life is, the way technology, it's just crazy, all the changes, and it's wondrous, okay? All the changes and wonders and the breakthroughs and the amazing things happen are in this category of a galgala choser, the wheel of, of changing. Because there is like a, a dead period, a sad period, when there's a happy period. And every level and every facet of this world, of this life. That the root of why there's a wheel of changing for life, that everything's going to change, it's called a gilgul, galgal, a wheel. The word galgal is also the same root for the word for reincarnation, gilgulim. There's what's called reincarnations, that a person comes back again and again in different formats, different combinations of a nefesh, ruach neshama, a different person, a different scenario, to rectify certain specific things, fine. But everything is another chance, to give another person another chance again and again. So what I'm saying here, the root and the essence of all the changes happening in the world is from the same concept of the idea of the reincarnation of the souls, that for the souls, the Jewish souls, was everything created in the first place. So he's saying, Rav Nosim, all the differences that you see, the changes in the world, are because of the souls that come to this world and have to be rectified, and they, they can't go up and, 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 until they're totally rectified. Therefore, there's what's called reincarnation. The soul comes back again and again and again. So the idea of a soul coming back, it's like a galgal, it's a wheel. You know, you were once in a body, then you go up and then you come back to, uh, down again, and you go back up and you come back down again until it's a rectification. That's the idea of a gilgul, which is like a wheel, a galgal, okay? So I'm not saying that this is the idea of this wheel that we all go through. There's just changes. Changes meaning sometimes a positive experience, Sometimes negative, but it depends where you end it. In other words, you don't stop at the negative. As soon as it's negative, we change it back to the positive. They say like this in Breslov, that the Yetzar gives you a smack, and then you give him back a smack. And then he gives you a smack, and that's how all life is. is he's punching you, and you punch him back. The thing is, who gives the last punch? So to here, with the wheel of, 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 of life changing, that it depends where you end the turning of the wheel.
You don't stop the wheel at the mourning, at the sadness, at the oy, the pain, and the loss. You turn the wheel to something positive. Like in the Parsha, that on one hand, initially Avram Avinu passed away, but after his passing, Yaakov was able to take the birthright, which was an amazing, positive opening. That was the key for him to get the bracha, because Yitzchak... If you saw in the Parsha, Rashi says that Yitzchak was worried that he gave the blessing to the person who was not the firstborn. But then when he heard Esav screaming, this person Yaakov, he's called Yaakov because he was able to outsmart me twice. He stole my Bechora and now he stole my Bracha. So Yitzchak heard that and he said, Ah, Gam Baruch Now that I see that I gave the blessings to the right person, that he took the birthright from you, let him kick the blessings. That means Yaakov's blessings from Yitzchak is due to the birthright, the Bechorah. That's a happy event. And that happened after Avram Avinu passed away. And that's the point he's saying, Yerav Nosin. That depend- you, you determine... It's up to you where the wheel turns, where it stops. You don't stop it at the morning, you turn it to the simcha. And if it goes back to turn to morning, again you turn it to simcha. Where's the end? It doesn't end, it's up to you. You, you see that it, it's, it's a dead end, it's sad, but it's followed by something positive. It depends on how you end it. So now since the ultimate good, the ultimate consolation is at the end, that means the wheel will ultimately end at something positive. No matter what you go through in life, no matter what you think, what you say, in the end it's going to work out. The good is going to have the upper hand. So why do you purposely stop the wheel at the morning and the sadness? Let it continue. Continue as a consolation. No matter what evil will try to do to you and try to convince you, in the end Hashem will have things put right. <laughs> it's unbelievable what he's saying here. Okay? Shashem Yidbarach... That Hashem blessed be He, He makes circles. Again, everything in this world is circular, it's turning. There's always turnings, movement, motion from one thing to the next. If you look at life, it doesn't stay still. And also, a person can't just live in tranquility and calmness. There's always events happening to shake them up. Okay? To experience sadness, but then joy. But then again, sadness, and then joy. You can't be happy unless you experience sadness first. That's how it is. There has to be a lacking which is filled in order to feel joy in this world. That's how the world is designed. Okay? So Hashem Yidbarach, blessed be He, He makes all types of motions and circles with the souls in the reincarnations and the Gilgulim, in wondrous and awesome Gilgulim, and chances and scenarios and situations without end. Aden Cheker, Mivchinat. Uh, but this, it ends on a positive tone. This is like what Hannah said in her prayer, the prayer of Hannah, in the beginning of the book of Samuel 1, of, was Samuel 1 chapter 2, when Hannah gave birth finally to Shmuel and Avi. It says that this, this verse 6 and 7, she says like this, Hashem memit umechaye, perfect. It, it fits in exactly to what we're saying, we're saying here. Hashem memit, He brings death, the death blow, but Hashem also brings to life. That's the, the resurrection after the death. Mashpil, Hashem brings down a person. Af but also brings him up. Morish, He makes a person poor. Umashir, but brings him wealthy afterwards. Morishel, brings down a person to the, low, the lowest depths of hell. Vayal, and lifts him up, etc. 
that what Chana is saying exactly what Nosan Shani is saying here that life is a lentil <laughs> life is a lentil it's round it has a turning that yes there's one side, side that's sad but continue turning the wheel it's round you don't have to stop there you put on a stopper but in itself it doesn't stop there let it continue to turn it turns into happiness afterwards okay that's how that's how Hashem designed the world it's oval everything is round the earth is round the sun is round the moon out the stars well, look what Nelson says now everything is in a circular motion move, uh, circular shape to indicate motion and movement that things don't stop at being negative okay look what he says here Shemisham kol galgalim this is why also this is the cause the, the source of the, 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 the circulatory movement of all the constellations the sun, the moon the, the 12 constellations okay, everything all, all the stars and the suns and the planets that through them, as we know, through these constellations that are turning and they're circular, they're round, does Hashem basically guide the world to show you that that's how life is designed. It doesn't stop at bad. There's no dead end. There's no dead end in a negative perspective. It continues to turn with the good having the final say. So life is always turning and Hashem caused that the world is running by circular movement and motion based items like the sun and the moon and the stars everything is circular around to show you this point of that things keep on turning and you don't have to stop it at the negative okay and that's how Hashem guides the world in this format right and all of these circular motions and movements and shapes is for the ultimate purpose which is, which is for the Jewish souls that came to this world, that come to this world. It's for them. So the souls go through what's called Gilgulim reincarnation. And the world is run by Galgalim. And life has Galgalu Shechoser Baalav, a wheel of fortune that happens to each person, ups and downs. Death, life and death, death and life, wealth, poverty, okay, rags to riches, everything that we mentioned in the verse from Chana, from Shmuel Aleph. Okay? And the world is in a circular will that everyone has to go through this Galgal, that everyone has to die and then come back and be re-resurrected at the resurrection, brought back to life again at the resurrection of the dead. And then, finally, when that final resurrection of the dead takes place and everybody comes back to life, then everybody will see and understand the workings of Hashem and the awesomeness of His activities, that everything works out for the good in the end. You begin to see everything that everyone passed through in this world, all the, the changes and the difficulties and all the reasons and the happenings and changings and the Gilgulim of each and every person, it will be made clear that everything was for good, for the ultimate good, which is the resurrection of the dead. That nothing stopped at a dead end. With this, Rav explains the depth behind the idea of the lentils, that it represents Simcha, it represents the ultimate consolation. There's Aivel, but there's Simcha. It's a Galgal. Yes, it's round like a Galgal, the wheel that keeps like that and hits everybody. But in the end, it ends with a consolation. And that's why Adashim lentils are a major consolation for the mourners.